offers all shoppers better selection and much Aaron Hogan. The big and Rod Babers. The Horn. Great suggestion on the Specs text line says, how about rise and grind, E-Rod e e time? I'm riding it down, rise and grind. I like that because Rod's already done his uh, Herschel Walker push-up. An ab routine this morning, hey, which man. I have not. I did take a shower again. I took a shower again. Hey, man, I'm just trying to fight off Father Time like Tom Brady. God love you. Giving the middle finger. All right, so the lady we're talking about in our uh, oh. Ian Rodney Facts of the Day, a young lady named Peggy Jones from Silsby, Texas, attacked on her riding lawnmower by first a <laughs> snake and then a hawk. It's not funny. But the, and then there's the picture. I love the headline. Don't it say she was, she was thinking... Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. I just pictured this lady yelling that, though, on her level. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Because I would be yelling that, too. Like, that is the time to plead, to, to plead out to the Lord to help you with a snake well, just and, and drop you, on the sky. All right, door. we're going to retweet this, and uh, we're going to have to get – because uh, KPRC Channel 2 down in Houston did an interview with uh, wow. with uh, Peggy Jones. you got to reset the story for people who are like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah, so uh, in our, our facts <laughs> of the day, I said this lady had the worst weekend of anybody uh, oh. on her riding lawnmower out in Silsby, Texas. I'm sure she's got a little bit of property there. She's mowing that bad boy. And uh, a wow. snake – out of the sky falls on her arm. Falls out of the sky, guys. And you're thinking, well, where, I'm not under a tree. Where is this coming from? Why is a snake <laughs> falling on my arm? Uh, she didn't have time to wonder because immediately a hawk. Now, now the lake, the, the snake began to wrap around her arm. Of like course. Constrict. Yes. Uh, that's a problem. And then here comes the hawk who apparently <laughs> dropped the snake out of its mouth or out of its talons. Out of its talons, probably. And it, I want uh. that snake back. <laughs> And went to working on it. He thought that oh, so, so the hawk did more damage than the snake. Trying oh, to claw yeah, at her, trying to claw at the at her, trying to get the snake removed from being wrapped around her arm. So the hawk's talons probably did the damage, and her arm looks messed up. <laughs> yes. Like it looks, uh, it it looks horrible. I mean, we're gonna. I'll retweet this right now. Oh, her arm we'll, looks we'll, terrible. We're gonna get, get send it to Ty so we can hear some some actual audio from from Peggy. It's blood soaked. It's it's oh, bad. I mean, you could just imagine the the the. Because the snake's probably biting a little claws, bit too. Just the claws on the hawk, oh. and then yeah, that's that's a serious deal. That's a serious deal. She's not joking. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. Yes. Help, Hell yeah. Help. Even if you're not religious, <laughs> pleading out to the Lord, I need help. Oh, man. And I agree with female listener one. I wonder if her neighbors got it on, like, their ring cams or got it on one of their cameras huh. on their property. That'd just be great. Uh, as someone oh, who, uh, where we live now, I don't need a ride anymore, but our previous home where we lived <laughs> for 10 years, I did. I had an acre and a third. I had to mow that bad boy, so I had riding lawnmowers, Rod. I can, I can almost... In, you I got attacked a, by an animal? No, that's never happened. <laughs> never happened to me. Have you ever been attacked by an animal? Yeah, well, I got bit by a dog when I was four years old. You see these scars on my face. If you're watching on on uh, Twitch, I got bit by a German shepherd when I was oh, about four, four and a half. Oh, that's sad. On the mean though. streets of Akron, that's Ohio. A, that's a sad animal attack story. Yeah. I want funny animal attack stories. No, one funny. And it was my fault. <laughs> it was my buddy's house who was up the street and... 
don't know what I was doing wandering up there. I might you have been were four. Four, four or five. What do you mean? You, you don't know what you were but, doing. You were four. Well, my, my, my parents could have, like, locked me in the house or something. I don't know what was happening there. <laughs> Back then, you would let your kids wonder. <laughs> yeah. Back then, kids could well, wonder. I had, I had a go buy cigarettes for your parents and, and well, liquor. Back, when I grew up on uh, Dayton Place in, uh, in Akron, Ohio, Rod, the mean streets of North Hill, I used to have a little root because I there there were a lot of older people around us so I would go over to to old Lil's house and I'd go next door to the Poi Docks and I'd get food like they'd give me like candy and That's cookies what I'm saying. and stuff like, it's stuff you ain't supposed to be taking <laughs> yeah. from adults yeah. as a kid oh man they're all our neighbors so I had my little root to get my little <laughs> snack on and yeah there was a, a couple of houses up I, I knew because they weren't home and if they weren't home I weren't one supposed to go there because they they had a they had a, a little fenced in area in their backyard where they kept the dog. When they were home, but if they were away, they would leave the dog out so it could kind of wander around the backyard and whatnot. So I wandered into the backyard, and that did not go well. That did not go well. Didn't yeah. that? Fortunately, yeah. okay, but I did take, you know. You're not scared of dogs now, are you? No. You never that no, I dogs. wasn't. See, look at you. Got back on the horse. But unfortunately, I remember that, that dog had to be put down. and Wow, it was a whole ordeal. That's a sad animal attack story. It wasn't good. That was not good at all. That was not good. Um, I was almost attacked by a, a, a deer uh, at one point. I think it was a mother deer trying to protect her oh. young ones. And I was in, I was in, I was in Idaho, of course. And I was just kind of wife is from. Yes, we were there visiting, and I was. They told me just you know you can go you know wander the property. They had I mean they uh, it was like a ten acre property, like it's huge. So I was kind of wandering the property, hanging out, and I took some of the dogs with me, and I had some kids with me too. And this mom, the dogs went chasing after into the woods, and I was like, oh man, where are the dogs going? So I was yelling and screaming, went after the dogs, and then this dude, this mom came up and kind of confronted me, and I was like, huh. This is weird. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to back up. And she started going after the dogs, like stood up on her hind legs and basically started to basically kind of rush the dogs. Oh, wow. No, it was crazy. And then came after me and the kids and your boy just had to, had to bolt. Step it up. I, I took the kids and I just started running. I didn't scream, help me, Jesus. But I was thinking it to the most part. I think it was about her, her, her babies, though. Because she left us alone. Sure, your mama. She chased us a little bit, and then she was done. Yeah, fortunately. But that's it. That's but my I animal mean, attack story. I, I, I try to stay out of those situations. I only go, I only go nipple deep to in the ocean. Like, I, <laughs> Rod B will never end up in one of them situations. Like, it, I don't go past the that's nipples. That's their house. I'm yes, not going exactly. In. Like, I want to be able to still run away if possible, if I could do it, and fight something on my feet. That's so. There you go. I'm not that guy. Not that guy. But she wasn't either. No. She's got more well, damn yard. Fortunately, in the years I had to ride, not had to, there was a, once I got one of those zero-turn mowers, Rod, it was really kind of pleasurable to mow the lawn. I'd be out there zipping around, got my music in, zit, 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 zit. And, uh, <laughs> But, yeah, but you'd have to mow under the trees and stuff, and I always used to fear, you know, what's like above snake, me. I just, something, yeah. I just tried to. But, yeah, could you imagine a snake falling on your arm now that no. the, uh, the hawk no. is attacking said snake? S- scarred for life. And you're, yeah. Well, we'll, scarred for life. I sent this to Ty, so we'll see if we can hear from her, and we'll, we'll I'll, I'll retweet this right Right now at, at our Twitter account at uh, no, at man. Aaron Hogan E R I N H O G A N and then uh, we'll retweet yeah, that. Yeah, is the she horn. married? Does she have a husband? Yeah, her husband who rushed out and then rushed her to the hospital. How long did he take to rush out? Because I wonder how long the ordeal lasted. Because her arm is messed up, mangled. Exactly. Is <laughs> yeah, lucky it didn't cut an artery or something? I mean, that's some serious, uh, mm. serious. Because uh, yeah. it said some scratches. That's more than scratches. That's like. 
claw marks all up and down her arm. Like that she, is, like she may need stitches or something. Well, like that. It, it, when you first, it looks like a sleeve tattoo. I mean, it's her, her entire forearm. Mm. Uh, but I will again retweet that so you all can go. It check looks like it out. something out of a zombie movie. It does <laughs> ruin your breakfast. <laughs> okay, but while I retweet that, let's get to the uh, other headlines, and we'll take your when animals attack stories too. That's always fun on a Tuesday. Let's hit it. <laughs> UBO Business Services brings it to you. Start with the Longhorns. Fifth practice in the books as of yesterday morning. Steve Sarkeesian called it one of the most intense that they have had. And then afterwards, Steve Sarkeesian met the media, was asked about players who are stepping up early, and he's noticing in the first five workouts, he mentioned immediately defensive tackles Alfred Collins and Vernon Broughton, then praised the early work from transfer wide receiver A.D. Mitchell, who's come in from Georgia, as well as the freshman wideout, Jonte Cook. Uh, also yesterday, USA Today preseason coaches poll released with the two-time defending champion Georgia Bulldogs atop those rankings, followed by Michigan and Alabama. Texas, the highest-ranked Big 12 team at number 12. TCU is in at 16 in the preseason, according to the coaches. K-State 17, Oklahoma 19, and Texas Tech at 24. Number 25 on the list, the Texas A&M fighting Aggies. Elsewhere in college athletics, Pac-12 down to just four schools now. After the defection of five universities on Friday, the four remaining schools, including Cal and Stanford, are scrambling to find a place to land. Uh, Big 12 has already added four of those Pac-12 schools, but reports yesterday indicated that the Big 12 leaders not planning to expand any further. They're good where they are. ESPN's Pete Thamel reporting this morning that ACC and the leadership there are set to begin exploratory discussions with the potential additions of Cal and Stanford, but according to Thamel, the scheduled discussions are in the embryonic stages. Major League Baseball, light Monday with the Astros and Express both off. Rangers did play last night on the West Coast. They opened their series with lowly Oakland with a 5-3 win. Texas rallied for two in the eighth to extend their lead over Houston to three full games atop the division. Rangers have won seven straight. Some bad news for Texas yesterday, though. Official word, the third baseman, Josh Young, for them, is going to have a surgery procedure on his left thumb. He's going to miss six weeks. The all-star and strong candidate for the AL Rookie of the Year honors injured that thumb during Sunday's win over Miami. Manager Bruce Bochy, optimistic Young can return this season. Speaking of Houston, they spent their off day at the White House in Washington. That's where manager Dusty Baker, oldest manager ever to lead a team to a world championship, made it clear that his club happy with the win in 2022 in the world championship, but believes his team can make another run. I said the night we won that if we won one, we'd win two. And so now I got to keep my word. I like keeping my word. Yeah, like to keep your word. They'll play tonight. Big series with the team with the best record in the American League. The Baltimore Orioles tonight, uh, 70 and 42. They are Framber Valdez. Uh, first start since his no hitter of last week. He'll face the rookie right hander Grayson Rodriguez. Round Rock opens a six game home series with Albuquerque tonight at Del Diamond. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Uh, we didn't really talk about we in bur- behind the burn orange curtain the first part of Sark's comment where he's talking about the standouts because he mentions the wide receivers of course and we got into Jonte Cook and Ad Mitchell and that wide receiver room. We didn't talk about the defensive linemen that he brought up, Alfred Collins and Vernon Broughton. And the truth is, you really do need Alfred Collins and Vernon Broughton this year to step up and be impact players, much in the way that Tavondre Sweat and Byron Murphy were last year when they were in the rotation of the interior defensive line with Keandre Coburn and Moro Ojimo, who are now in the NFL because they were drafted uh, last season. And if they can do that, I don't think you'll get much of a drop-off 
with the way that in, that that interior D line performed last year, and they were one of the better interior D lines in the country, not only creating a lot of pressure uh, on opposing quarterbacks, but also being able to stuff the run. Texas was great at stuffing the run. Pretty much their identity on defense last year was we can stop the run. We can stop the run, and we can pressure the opposing quarterback. Those are the two things they did really well last year at an elite level. But if you don't get Alfred Collins and Vernon Broughton this year taking that leap, if they don't take that leap this year, you could have regression in the rush defense. There's no doubt about it because not only where that interior D-line. Now, you did get Trill Carter. You brought him in, too. You got some other Minnesota. guys. Minnesota. Yeah. Um, but Transfer. You, you you won't have the the depth to be able to la- to to be able to overwhelm the opposing offensive line, especially in the fourth quarter, which we're talking a lot about these days, right? The fourth quarter in Texas last year, their interior D line they were so deep they went essentially five six deep last year, um, and they kept those guys fresh. You won't have that ability, so those guys will wear down. Rush defense, I think, could potentially uh, show some leaks and become a problem, and they also. Will the offensive line be able to get to the second level? Because those interior defense line won't be fresh enough to keep them off of Jalen Ford, off of whoever is that other linebacker. And then you see this negative domino effect for the defense, all because that interior D line not as deep as it was last season. So it is big. It's big. Very big. Yeah. Well, and and because I think you feel good about Byron Murphy and Tavondre Sweat. Oh, NFL guys, both yeah. of them. Yeah. And you know the NFL knows about Alfred Collins. I mean, they know who he is. They'd like to see him bring it every play. They know that the the traits are there. And Vernon Broughton was a four and a half, you know, high high four star player, and so you're right. And with Trill Carter coming in from Minnesota, where he was an all honorable mention, all Big Big Ten performer, you know, played gosh almost 400 snaps last year at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good five man five person rotation. There's also the freshman that's come in, Sadir Mitchell, yeah. from uh, New Jersey, yeah. Bergen Catholic, so huge too, big 340. <laughs> so again, I think Bo Davis's plan would be, and you're right. I mean, it's. If there's a significant drop off when you leave the first two to and Alfred Collins and Vernon Broughton don't step it up, yeah, you could see a regression there. But if those guys bring it, now you got five to five guys that yeah. you can rotate through there. You can replicate exactly what you did last season. And um, I'll, I'll get the numbers as we get closer to the season because I'm doing some of my deep dives. But they pretty much had a you know they platooned those guys. They a moneyball that deal because they had so, and it was a like I said it was because a first world problem. They had so many interior D linemen that deserve to play last season, they just decided to play play all of them. And yeah. it was a great idea because all of them ended up being impact players. We all can remember whether it be Kendrick Coburn, Moro Ojimo, uh, Tavantre Sweat, Byron Murphy, all those guys making plays last season in, as you talk about uh, all the time, in critical moments. Yeah. Uh, well, and and the, the goal moments. now is to take that pressure, build on it, uh, be better coverage behind it, and then be able to force more turnovers and get more sacks, get home, uh, you yep. finish the deal, yep. get players to the ground. Hey, Rod, can we do the rant at the bottom of the hour, give you a little more free, a little more open space uh, sure. coming up? Uh, but Because we're getting some some good text in. It says, I was walking in the middle of the A&M campus, and a whole flock of birds started to attack me. Hundreds like the of, movie? Hundred, no, the, he's walking through campus. You know what I'm saying? Like the movie. The movie, like the the movie Birds. Alfred yeah. Hitchcock, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hundreds of students around with their mouths dropped. <laughs> that, yeah, that is, that's kind of some biblical stuff because then you wonder, why me? Uh, that would be my why they choose me? That would be among my wife's biggest fears. She doesn't like birds. Oh, she doesn't like big groups of birds? Like we'll be at a restaurant on a patio. There'll be a bird bouncing around. She doesn't like that whole deal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> birds give her anxiety. <laughs> Several people said, I got attacked just, like hell by a jellyfish. Oh, see how far you were you in the ocean? Remember, I got rules on this. 
if you if you're deep out there, it's it's their home. So you're in their territory. I only go nipple deep into the ocean. Hey, I respect it too much. They're nipple deep too. This <laughs> says uh, nipple deep. I promise you that nipple deep in any ocean is actually too deep, Robbie. <laughs> This says jellyfish <laughs> tore my ass up in Port Aransas last week. Actually, when I was a kid, we Ooh, were at Galveston. I've never gotten stung. How how's that feel? What's the other one? The man of war that'll wrap its things like the, the, the things around your legs. I what? got that before. Yeah, man. it's not fun. Hold no. up. What do you have to remove these things? Or no, do they, remove they themselves? just they, they. I don't know even how that works. I was probably twelve oh. or thirteen years old and you got the man of war. Yourself. Yeah, that's what I was told. <laughs> My, the, the, I was at my buddy's house who had a lake house, and the, the dad was telling me, no, 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 you got to pee on yourself. Yep. I'm like, what? Hold up. <laughs> you got to pee on yourself? Yep. To, to Is uh, that a pain reliever? Unless you have someone willing to pee on you. Oh. Well, okay. Well, that, that well, uh, only, well, no. Breakfast time. <laughs> so, yes. I was, like, oh, I was like, no, you can't. No, that's you should do it on yourself. You should. Yes, this is true. All right, find a way. But hold up. Is this a pain thing? This is pain. pain. It stings. It so, stings. So, so the the the, and it leaves the these, urine. Like, the urine would be for the pain. Yeah, dull the pain. Wow. I guess. I mean, you could, uh, mm. pee on yourself. <laughs> that's some. Uh, that's some. Uh, you know, is the only way to do it? Is there any other chemical reaction I could use from kitchen? Uh, like just like that's kitchen ingredients. That's the only way I've ever done it. <laughs> Hold on. What is it in the the urine that does it? So I can find that in a kitchen and do it instead I don't know, of. It's the same thing with athletes' feet, right? Whoa, hold up. We supposed to, you supposed to pee you on athletes? <laughs> hold up. What's happening at Westlake locker room, man? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, you know what? Y'all win a lot of titles, so. I know that, I know that man of war was no fun. That hurt. Wow. All right. Uh, this is, guys, it's today. the ammonia in, uh, ammonia. Ammonia in the oh. urine as pain reliever. Okay. Well, well I can then, just use some ammonia. How about that? Can I, can I use this regular ammonia? Well, remember the, uh, I is guess. Okay? I guess. Remember right. the. Um, I think I'd rather do that than. Remember the. Uh, Remember the Moises, the Yalu brothers, Moises Yalu for the Astros and all the the Yalu family. Yeah, they never wore batting gloves, and the old myth was oh, they used to pee on their hands. Yes, I do remember that being uh, being talked about. I remember somebody talking about that. They That's made, crazy. Guys, they make jellyfish spray now. No need to pee on yourself. Thank, Thank you. Very you. Much. There we go. <laughs> what is that? Just bottled piss? It's probably that. It's probably that. Like deer That's urine, good. like the hunters use. It says. Uh, <laughs> Hey, we used to use deer, deer antler spray before football games. That'll get you jacked up. Oh no! Didn't you, the Ravens used to? Did the Ravens get in trouble out, for that? Time out. I was at. Hold on. Isn't I that, covered that, a Ray that Lewis thing. That, yes. Listen, right? I covered that Super Bowl. Yes. That was in New Orleans, and I went with the late great Sean Adams and Charlie Hodge, and we drove the conversion van to the Charlie, Super Bowl. Yeah. And that was that Super Bowl. That was also the one when the lights went out. Um, the, yeah, the that was crazy. And it was the Harbaugh Bowl, right? It was John yeah, Harbaugh against Jim, Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh yeah. uh, but, yes, that dude, the deer antler spray guy, was a huge story early in the week because he was linked to Ray Lewis. And yes. Of course, that was like, was, was that a performance-enhancing substance or whatever for Ray Lewis? And, of course, Ray Lewis already came with his own previous baggage from a previous Super Bowl. Where's the uh, white suit? Where's the white suit? Where's that white suit uh, go? Who so, throws yes. away a white suit? <laughs> Somebody said E's friend's dad has some explaining to do. Yeah, kind of does. We were just teenagers. I right, gotta pee on you. What? <laughs> I was gonna say like I don't know if Come I would on, give Mr. anybody. S. I don't know if I would give anybody consent to do that. So I think you have to do it on yourself. Like even my my wife. Like I don't. No, oh, I don't. You do it in the shower. It's not like you're just. 
you know, in your, <sighs> like in your backyard peeing. Speak yourself. No, I, of course. I, I would hope so. Yes. <laughs> By the way, Nipple Deep could also be the new name of the show. Nipple <laughs> Deep with you. <laughs> hey, apparently Nipple Deep is too deep. So too deep. maybe I'll go too waist deep, deep from well, now Well, we got that one several times yesterday. The, the, the too deep or the cover two. The too deep was a good one. Yeah, people said that too deep. Yeah. Okay. All right, there you uh, go. Vinegar also works on Sting. Vinegar but, works. There you I, go. But I remember that These was common household. And solutions. that was a particularly poor trip to Galveston because when I was like, brought like twelve to thirteen or fourteen, my my good buddy on the street, they had a they had bought a Galveston beach house, so we would go down there quite a bit. To, nice. And they were restoring it and that kind of stuff, right on like Pirates Beach, I think. And that was the one. It was the same trip, but I got stung. That I had gone to the to the Cypress Creek behind my house, and I got stuck on a rope swing. Like we tried to do the rope swing out and around and get back to the side, and I got I didn't make it. So then I had to like slide down this this rope, and I ended up with these rope burns up all on my fingers. I tore up my hands. It was not a good. It was just dumb being (laughs) thirteen. But so I didn't make it to the other side because you you kind of swing out and around, and you swing back to the other side, and you and you land now because we didn't because we had rope swings where you'd fall, you'd jump into the creek. But the creek wasn't and high. how far up was this rope swing? Probably 15 feet. Oh, yeah. 16, yeah. That's too long to drive it So down. then once yeah. I didn't make it, then you I had, had to, to, like, shimmy down. Wow. And I, and I just, I had all, so I was at the beach with these horrible, you know, rope burns. burns on my oh, yeah. hands. And then I get stung by the jellyfish. Buddy's dad's trying to pee on me. I was like, this is a horrible trip. <laughs> Usually trips to the beach are awesome. Hey, just pee on those hands, too. <laughs> Peeing on the sting. Yeah, well, you know. Oh. You guys oh, are great. No, we can just use. We know there are a lot of other uh, ways you can remedy that. There so are now. remedies that yes, they're not. You don't that. have to use the old but school like if way. You're, you were telling me the other day you were watching the end of the Naked and Afraid. So if you're naked and afraid out there, you can oh, kind of do, do that kind of stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm into the Naked and Afraid. I, I watch that stuff because I'll never be that person. So I watch these people who do that kind of stuff. Here's yeah. some uh, messages coming in. <laughs> I sent that the the story out of the lady getting. The snake dropped on her, and then the hawk that dropped it attacking her, trying to get the snake back. She and somebody linked the the, uh, the song "Jesus Take the Wheel" by Carrie Jesus Underwood. Jesus Take the Wheel. Sir, I mean, at that point, you gotta be, you gotta, your, your husband taking way too damn long. So that's when you gotta cry to the Lord. Cry to the Lord. I wonder man. how long the husband took. That's the thing too, because she's gonna she's gonna remember that. She's like, "What were you doing in there? Like, what was he doing?" What was I doing? Why he, am I out here mowing wife, the lawn while you're in there? It's a There you go. That my wife gets me in trouble with that too because she loves to do yard work, and my, I think my neighbors judge me because I'm not doing it. Wifey's out there doing it. It's not good. It's pregnant? No, nah, not pregnant. Not now. But she back in the before she was pregnant, she would try to do. It. Matter of fact, no, she tried last week to do it though. Uh, but like right, but when she, before she went out of town, she tried not to like take the stuff from. Her. I was like, no, you can't do that. Like, it's too hot. Peggy said the hawk kept just, coming it down. It makes me look bad. I mean, it's, dude, that's, <laughs> that's what thing. you're worried about. <laughs> yeah, like, you're like, dude, he's got his pregnant wife. Is he a pimp? Why is his pregnant wife out there mowing the yard? So I had to take it away from her. But you're right. It is too damn hot for that. Yeah, Too damn hot. The hawk yeah. kept coming down, she said. Came down about four times. Finally got the snake. Took off with the snake. I looked down. I was covered in blood. So Arm, he got the snake. Got the snake. You know what? He was, he was not leaving without that snake. <laughs> Yo, snake, you know I got to take this arm with this snake. It's coming. I, I need Somebody that asked snake. a fair question. What's more likely, odds-wise, of that story or getting struck by lightning? I don't know, while you're on your riding lawnmower. I would love somebody to do the math on that, the probabilities, because you're right. That's, I don't know, you might you might have a better chance to get struck by lightning than yeah. the snake to fall on your arm. <laughs> and then, I, she's, she's out in the middle of a field, I'm assuming, mowing. Right, whatever she is, pretty you know large area, and it falls from the sky on her arm, and then the the hawk has the 
the temerity just to go down. You know, you know what? I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. He well, wasn't deterred, or he wasn't get. He didn't get scared by her. She's a human. I'm not worried about you. He's like, I'm worried about you. I'm Give me my damn food. Yeah, I'm a hawk. It's a little over one and a half a million chance that you get attacked by a oh hawk. Oh my in your god. Life. Well, and she you get attacked by a hawk in the, in the yes. great twist. Really? Of, in the great twist Good of job, fate. Ty. She, she, even though the hawk tore the hell out of her arm. She is very thankful because she thinks the the hawk saved her life from being bit what, and attacked, killed by this thing. What kind of snake was it? Do we know? I gotta find that. I'll get you that's details the thing, on that. Yeah, that's also important. That is important. Yeah, we find out what kind of snake it was. You're right. She could have been in some real danger. Yeah, we need if to, it's a really poisonous snake. We need to check in in Silsby, Texas, find these ring cameras because we need video <laughs> of this without this a doubt. Is fantastic. That would be unreal. It is way more likely that you get struck by lightning than attacked by a hawk. Wow. And a snake all on the same lawn mowing Come trip on, man. over. Time. Over 2,000 people are killed annually by lightning strikes. Not by a hawk. We I know will that's come crazy. Back. Rick Flair got struck by lightning and survived. Uh, he was good. That's not something I need. Uh, Rod, <laughs> B, Rod B goes uh, ranting coming up. The Rod B yes. rant. We will we're also rant. have, do we know what, what we're ranting about today? Any I want to rant about uh, Zach Martin. The Cowboys are playing hardball well, they're with their no Hall of Famer. They draw the line in the sand. Also, uh, we'll we'll hit the uh, bullish or BS topics of the day before the end of the hour. It's a busy Tuesday here on E and Rod B. Tuesday on the hard before the top of the hour. It's a bullish or BS. Some topics we've missed halfway through the show, or not halfway. We do five hours now. Five times five. Five hours a day, five days a week. It's Ian Rod B. Shouldn't but miss in, any topics. <laughs> but in, uh, in bullish or BS, speaking of peeing on things okay. that sting, Jacksonville Jaguars' new facility <laughs> has, uh, remember the old P chart from Tom Herman? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jacksonville taking it to a new level. Hydration, baby. Hydrate like a champion. And we know the Astros play in Baltimore tonight in a marquee baseball series. What the hell are the Orioles doing with their announcer? Ghostros. Who they've suspended. Talk about thin-skinned ownership in uh, Baltimore. We'll get uh, bullish or BS. Ty will lead us through those topics and others uh, coming up. Uh, but Rod Babers is here. We're talking all things animal attacks because, <laughs> man, that was a crazy one down in Silsby, Texas here recently. <laughs> uh, have you ever been attacked by an animal at all? I mean, no, I, I you mentioned the, the deer. The deer, that's about it. That's as close as I've come. I, I stay out of those situations. Like I said, I'm, I don't even go that far into the ocean. I, I try to stay away from potential scenarios where I could be attacked by an animal. I show a, I show a ton of respect to nature. I, I respect the hell out of nature. Most of y'all don't respect nature enough. Well, Ty, you and Ty are on the opposite end of this spectrum here because Ty will put himself in weird oh, yeah, places Ty. on purpose. Yes. Ty is into, <laughs> you know, and a lot of people are into this, uh, organized, life-risking activities for recreational purposes, and that is just not my Ty, thing. Ty, you ever skydive? No, but I would. See, there you go. Organized, <laughs> life-risking, <laughs> recreational activities. Bungee jump. I got a cousin who's a skydiving instructor in Utah. Nice. Lives in an RV. There you go. See? That's you a good life risk, right there. We just risk your life for, we, 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 that's how you know your life is good. We, that's how, you know, there's people that sank in that Titanic submarine or whatever. Oh, yeah, the submersible. Your life is really good when you need to risk it to entertain yourself. I don't know if I do, <laughs> I don't know if I do millions that. Millions of dollars to, <laughs> to do risk, it. Yeah, my life is pretty damn good, so. There you go. Yeah. Well, That's how I feel. I've been attacked by a goose before. A goose. Those things are vicious. Are they really? On the East Coast, yeah, man. When I lived in Jersey, there were a lot of stories about uh, like geese going after people. I was a like, little, little kid. I mean, that thing yeah. was bigger than me. No, they don't mess around, man. They're huge, And they'll too. chase you. Yes. No, no. That, that's, I've heard of these stories before. I'm not shocked by that. 
That's a real deal, man. You got to watch your back around geese. Geese. All right, so animal attack stories. Hit us with them because a lady got a snake dropped on her, then attacked by a hawk, and she's (laughs) thanking the hawk for saving her life. That story is available uh, on Twitter. At Aaron Hogan also will retweet it at the uh, the Horns Twitter account. But it is time, as we do twice each morning over our five hours each day, uh, for Rod to deliver the rant. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Find out what happens when people stop being polite. And start getting real. You ain't keeping it real. My God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's oh, you've done it now. It's time for Rod's no. rant of the day. Hold on to your butts. All right, uh, last time uh, we kind of checked in on the Zach Martin holdout saga for the Cowboys. Uh, he had incurred uh, about, you know, kind of half a million dollars in fines. Well, now that's up to $600,000 in fines because it's the uh, 12th day of training camp and he's missed all 12. Well, the Cowboys' Jerry Jones keeps making controversial statements about this holdout. I remember last week the statement was he was asked about, I'm paraphrasing, he was asked about Zach Martin's holdout, and essentially he mentioned he's got to pay other guys and then mentioned one of the guys. He mentioned Micah Parsons, said, listen, i got to pay Micah Parsons. Uh, and basically that Micah's got your money, so I can't pay you now. Uh, here is the latest. This comes from Calvin Watkins of the Dallas Morning News. The latest in that Zach Martin holdout saga um, is <laughs> Jerry Jones was asked about it. He says surprise is really not the word uh, for his reaction to the holdout. He said it's very costly, and so that's where we are. Huge, significant ramifications happening here by anybody's measurement financially. Uh, and he basically went on to say that <laughs> they're drawing a line in the sand. The Cowboys, he believes they're at a stalemate now. Um, Zach Martin has two years left on his deal. It was a six-year deal initially. He wants more than the $13.5 million that he is due right now. He is right now the eighth highest-paid guard in the NFL, um, and his yearly average is around $14 million, and he is, yeah, the best guard in the NFL. Uh, by a lot of people's estimations, even I think Madden gave him a 99 overall rating. Um, and Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram had this when he um, quoted Jerry Jones about the holdout from Zach Martin. He said, you realize that not having him here, it could happen on the next play, and you're not happy, so you've got to put that one on and say, we'll just move on here without him. But you say, boy, that sounds concerning. No, I'm just trying to give you how you really have to look at it. So they're preparing, you listen to this statement, to move on without him Ugh. if this becomes a long-term holdout. So this could end up, and I think the the, the easiest way this Zach Martin thing gets you know remedied and they, they figure it out and he gets paid is they start to realize what a, basically how much risk they're putting their quarterback in wow. without Zach Martin there, who is a Hall of Fame guard, because the guys they have to fill that, that void, I think a Matt Forniak and Josh Ball, Right now, and neither one of those guys is dependent, uh, dependable, I should say. Yeah, we're um, proven certainly not yes. to the Hall of Fame level of uh, Zach Martin. <laughs> no, this is interesting, and we've talked about it, Rod. You played in the National Football League. You understand because people will immediately text us and say, "Well, Jerry's a billionaire. Pay him his money." Look, the players all make money from the same pool of money, right? I mean, the the agreed upon forty eight and a half percent of total league revenue is what creates the salary cap. So, if, if yes, if Zach Martin wants to get some more money right now, it's going to come from another player. It's just or a future another player because that's just how the pool of money works. Uh, Jerry Jones can't go into his own pocket and pay Zach Martin. It's got to be within the parameters of the the salary cap and the uh, the payroll structure. 
Uh, and here's the argument against what Zach Martin is doing. Zach Martin did sign that six-year contract, $84 million. He, he got $20 million in a bonus and $40 million guaranteed. And then so he agreed to the long-term salary, which he wanted. He wanted that long-term security. And if Zach Martin wanted to be the highest-paid guard all along, he would sign a series of two-year contracts and then redo them uh, consistently and put himself there. He took the six-year deal when he was you know, 26 years old. And, of course, this is what Jerry Jones is saying. Look, we paid him handsomely as a first-round draft pick when he came into the league. We, we re-upped him as soon as we could uh, and gave him the six-year $84 million deal with 40 guaranteed and 20 up front. And so, yeah, his average year-by-year salary is going to be lesser than because he got all his money up front. So now when he's making $14 million versus the $20 million guard down the street at the other, t- other team, that's, that's out of whack. But that, that guard down the street didn't get $84 million up front and $40 million guaranteed. So that's his argument. And Jerry mm-hmm. Jones is saying, we need to do this. We, we, Zach, we re-upped you after your rookie deal and gave you huge money. And it was a lot guaranteed. we got to do the same thing with Micah Parsons and C.D. Lamb in the coming offseason. And we've paid you. And, yes, you're a Hall of Famer, but we need you here for what you agreed to. And that's your contract. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. But contracts you oh, know, are, are, are renegotiated all the time. I know. <laughs> and if you're, Zach, if, if you're Zach Martin and right now you're at your peak right now, they say you're the best guard in the league. You know, I, I do wonder why Jerry Jones can't just give him, I don't know, a short-term kind of payoff and restructure things for him to give him a short-term payoff just for this season, and then we can reassess in the offseason what you want to do with Zach Martin. Don't act like Jerry ain't done this. This is, big, this is why this is interesting. Not, and you're, all the points you made are valid. This is why it's really interesting. Because Jerry's playing hardball and drawing a line in the sand with Zach Martin, his Hall of Fame guard. He, he didn't, Demarcus Lawrence did this a couple of years ago, and he, he gave Demarcus Lawrence some money. He did. Zeke, Zeke skipped the damn line. He, he, he let Zeke get paid before his quarterback got paid. He let Zeke skip the line. He gave Jalen Smith a new deal when nobody, yeah. even not even Jalen Smith, wanted a new deal. He was like, damn, you give me money? Thank you. I appreciate well, it. I, he has done this time and time again. Okay. All right, Jerry Jones, the St. Jude of the NFL, who loves the troubled yet talented player, he has always given money out to guys that he likes. And I know, I'm not saying it was good business, but this is a change, all right, in the pattern for Jerry Jones. And it may just be him changing his ways at, how old is he, 80 years old or whatever he is? Um, But I think Zach Martin's like, why are you changing your ways with me? I'm going. I'm a Hall of Fame guard. (laughs) I gave you all your money's worth, and I protect your most important asset, which is your quarterback. There are certain things in life you shouldn't skimp on. You know, you can try to save money on some things, but certain things in life you just need to pay full price and pay good money for. Condoms. Surgery, all right? Don't get to two for one eye laser eye surgery. That's stupid. All right. Toilet paper. Even during a crisis, when everybody goes to buy the toilet paper from H E B, they leave that cheap toilet paper up there. Even people who are broke and on food stamps, they buy name brand toilet paper. Okay, because nobody wants the cheap toilet paper. Lawyer. All right. Don't skip on a lawyer. Don't even don't mess around with that. A cheap lawyer. He's cheap for a reason, or she is cheap for a reason. All right. The top dollar ones are the best ones. And O line. Don't skimp on it. Especially Hall of Fame O-line. Hall of Fame O-line. <laughs> don't skimp on the O-line, dude. Protect your quarterback, which is also something nobody skimps on. 
Yeah, we overpaid that position. So my point for Jerry is, why Zach Martin? You've made exceptions for a lot of guys. Why are you drawing the line in the sand with this guy? And by the way, the salary cap, come on, guys. We know what the salary cap is. The salary cap can be maneuvered. You can't manipulate it. But like taxes, you can avoid them. You just can't evade them. So there are ways around the salary cap. We all know this. Go look at go look at that deal. Remember the Jalen Hurts deal, Jalen Hurts sign? Anybody remember that deal? I do. Anybody remember the way Howie Roseman structured that deal? Anybody remember the cap hits for Jalen Hurts? Let's go look at them. The cap hits for Jalen Hurts on his new deal, five years, $255 million. Here are the cap hits. $6 million this year, $13 million in 2024, $21 million in 2025, $31 million in 2026, $45 in 2027, $54 million in 2028. You want to go see Dak Prescott's cap hits? Do you want me to give them to you? Dak Prescott's uh, cap hit 17, it was in 20, this is after his new deal, son, 17 in 2021, 19 in 2022, 26 in 23, but 59 in 24. Some teams are just better at maneuvering the cap. And the Cowboys, they could find that money. That money is out there. Oh, you, sure re, it is. you restructure, no, you reallocate, you, you backload, you front load. There are tons sure. of ways to do it. Jerry is telling Zach Martin, I don't want to find your money. I could go find that money. That money is in some contract somewhere down the line. You can go find that money. I don't want to find you that money. He's this. He's making a statement, and I'm, my point is, why make it with Zach Martin? No, that's a great. That your your point of uh, what he's done in the past. Now, look, I'm assuming his agent is telling him, look, Jerry will blink on this because to your point of Zeke getting into blink, he went to Cabo. Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence was going to leave. He said I was going. I was right. going to leave. And, and, Jer- Jerry, and Jerry-, Jerry called him and said, I'll give you the money, bro. And, and and Zach Martin at 32 years old knows his last chance to maybe get this renegotiation done is right now before Micah Parson and CeeDee Lamb and that balloon payment that comes due on, yes. on Zach Prescott. <laughs> his agent can read these things too and say, hey, get your money now. Hold out. You know, Jerry will blink. Jerry will blink. He'll say all this in early August, but come – Closer and closer to game time, mm-hmm. he'll blink because Mike McCarthy will be going to him saying what you're saying. What are you doing? We got a plan to be a power running team this <laughs> exactly. year. <laughs> we got a plan here, Jerry. Come on. Uh, why are you messing with my Hall of Fame guard who's going to be the lead in that power? Uh, can we go ahead and get that done? And I think your point is right on that precedent would tell you that Jerry will blink before the season starts. Well, they're also looking at a contract extension for Dak Prescott, which could definitely free up a lot of money. If you restructure yeah. that, well, maybe that's, that's the point too. They're trying yeah. to get that done to, for, to to avoid that balloon payment you just talked about to Zach, to Dak, to give that to Zach Martin, yeah. and get this thing done, that's and, and still reserve the the funds that you want for Micah Parsons and Ceedee Lamb. But as a, as a Cowboys fan, I don't know how I feel about extending Dak for what three or four more years is what it's looking like, like right now. Well, you're hitched to him, man. Yeah, he's he's your guy. The next right guy now. out in Dallas that's, will be Mike. McCarthy. But you know what? That's why the Cowboys are changing course. They believe there are two ways to win a Super Bowl: elite quarterback play or elite defense slash pass rush. And the Cowboys are closer to the latter than they are to the former. And they realize that now. They're like, "Damn, Dak's not going to be elite. It's not. We can't. We can build around as much as we want, but he needs a ton of weapons around him. And that offense needs to be the Texas Coast offense and Dak friendly as possible. Defense." We may have a Hall of Fame defensive player who could change the game the way it's played with Michael Parsons, and we got a Dan Quinn. I think they may. That's why they're going that direction now. Right, agreed. And uh, the Dak deal would be to free up some money to give to Zach. And somebody said, "What is that? What are Zach demands? He just wants to be among the highest paid guards yeah. in, the, in the league yeah. right now, uh, commensurate to his talent level." But the contract he signed six years ago 
You know, no. but you know that's the deal he's living that's on the deal. right now. No, he's he signed a long term deal. You can't you can't have both. You can't have you can't be. Look at Patrick Mahomes. What is he right now? He need a ninth, seventh, eighth, yeah, exactly. Ninth highest, highest paid, paid quarterback. quarterback. You can why? Because this deal was a ten year deal. You can't have security of the ten year deal and also want to be the highest paid player year by you, year. Year by year, you can't do it. You got to choose. Hey, I'm well, going short term deal. The players also have to include that money they got up front that they're not talk, they're not accounting for five years later. Well, you got forty million in your pocket as the, on day one. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, but but I get the point from the players' side. I get Jerry's, and I think he'll blink before they need to because they're not going into the season without Zach Martin. Zach Martin playing right guard Ooh, for them. That'd be a huge is, mistake. It would be a huge mistake because you got big games game. early on. Yeah, you do. Yeah, tough hey, games. We'll come back uh, when we do. It'll be <laughs> bullish or BS. Uh, Ty will lead us through some of those topics coming up. What is uh, our thought on uh, that Baltimore Orioles controversy with their their uh, broadcaster? Also, that uh, Jacksonville Jaguar story and others coming. It's a busy Tuesday here on E and Rodby. The Horn. Listen on the Horn app. Hornfm.com. 101.9. AM 1260. Good morning. Aaron Hogan. Rod Babers. Mornings. Austin, Texas Sports. The Horn. Good stuff in Rod's rant. A lot of people saying, no, why doesn't Dak just take some of that money and give it to Zach Martin? Tom Brady used to take less all the time. Uh, that is true. Tom Brady did. They you know Dak makes a lot of money in endorsements as well, though. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what Tom Brady made a lot of money in endorsements. Had the TV twelve, yeah, man, uh, clinic and everything. And it's, he was married to a supermodel that was also worth like a billion dollars. I just saw Tom Brady. Uh, somebody sent us a picture of Tom Brady in Africa. He's dating another supermodel. Yeah, I forgot her name. Uh, Irina Shake Shake or something. Shake Yeah. Shake. Yeah. Um, I mean, somebody's also taking your animal attack stories based on the lady in Silsby. This says bitten on the nipple as by Whoa. a pony as a child. Bit, oh, bit on. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. What you think about this little snap painful. at you? Oh, it says on the I, nipple. I mean, they have really, really strong. Oh, they do too. I know it. Big old teeth too. Uh, it says, guys, I'm deathly afraid of snakes. And one time, I ran over a rattlesnake, pulled over, decided I was going to get my get over my fear. Plan was to take a picture holding up the dead snake. Walked up to it, got to about two feet away. It woke up and chased me about a half mile down. <laughs> See, there's a reason. So, there's a healthy amount of fear. You have you have fear for a reason. All right, use it. Yeah, this, it's like the, one of those horror movies. <laughs> Don't get out of the car. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't get leave out of the it car. Where it, just leave it, yeah, where it just is. leave it where it is. Yeah, there come you on, go. man. Uh, all right, oh, a new segment we have fantastic. here on B&E up until the, you know, the Austin Gamblers are off to an undefeated start to their PBR season. We're going to talk to J.J. Gotch for a, brief, for a minute coming up in our next hour. But uh, it is bullish or BS because the Austin Gamblers are bullish on their 2023 season. Uh, but it could be bullish. Are we bullish on something or is it BS? And I'll start with you, Ty. I have a question for you in bullish or BS, and you've got a couple for us. I want Rod's thoughts. The uh, coaches poll is out, Rod and, and Ty. Yep. Top four teams are Georgia. Georgia Bulldogs are number one, followed by Michigan, Alabama, and Ohio State. Is there one of those four teams you are most bullish on? Because mm. only four teams make the playoffs. These are your preseason top four. Obviously, that can change quite a bit. But which of those four? Because I read, I'm reading this story from CBS Sports. Barrett Saleh says he thinks Alabama is oh, overrated. Yeah. yeah, they got a new. They got a new. They don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. Got a new OC, new DC. 
Oh no, Three. no, 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 no. And a new offensive system completely, right? Yeah, I just that's a lot. That's a lot. And you know, new quarterbacks. I, I, I don't know. I, George is breaking in a new quarterback to replace Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Oh. Ohio State is too. All th- three all of those see. four teams. Well, and that's are. why it might be Michigan that you're bullish on because not only do they have JJ McCarthy back. Yeah, that's a good point. They also have maybe their lines of scrimmage are. Jim Harbaugh says they're going to have 20 guys drafted. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of those guys are going to be lines of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. I don't know if they'll have 20, but they're going to have a lot. I oh I'm yeah, and Georgia will be trying to get three in a row. What's the last time a team won three national titles in in college football in a row? You got to go back to like the 40s or something like that, probably. Yeah, it happened in a long time. Yeah. I got to go with Michigan or Georgia. Michigan or Georgia? Well, Georgia the standard, and Georgia uh, the standard right now. They just recruited like crazy. Um, but you got a new starting well, quarterback look, there too. And here we're to the point now that Ryan Day has to prove that he can go head to head with Jim Harbaugh and have a team physical enough to handle those lines of scrimmage you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU also sit there at number five. They've got their quarterback back. USC's at number six. They've got the best quarterback back in Caleb Williams. And USC's defense is suspect. Sus. Yes, sus. <laughs> a little suspect. No doubt about that. Yeah. Um, you know, Lincoln Riley, that's always been his knock, right? Great offenses, no defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Ty, what do you have for us in bullish or BS? Uh, Orioles announcer Kevin Brown has been indefinitely suspended for um, these comments I'm about to play for you. Uh, he's the Baltimore Orioles um, play-by-play guy, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, you, you ready for this audio? Yep, let's hear it. For the Orioles, Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18 the previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the Rays uh, became slouches in the American. There you go. That's what he got suspended for. What, what, um... Was that more to it? Like, nope, nope, that's it. So bullish how or BS? That's all BS. Uh, it, 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 I don't think it's been announced how long he's that's been suspended. Crazy. That's crazy. Definitely. That's embarrassing. So, well, that's why that's, the report out of because you know Peter Angelos is the owner of the Orioles. They're finally back being good again. They're, they're a seventy-win team already, but apparently he was upset because it made the them sound cheap that they were so bad against the Rays for so long. Oh, mm. this is the ultimate thin-skinned ownership. Uh, move because he's been suspended by the team. That's unbelievable. I I can't believe that. That's I wonder if he could. Now you don't want to sue. I guess he still has a job, but still, if he ends up being fired, I guess or something. But well, and I read some stuff out of Baltimore that uh, you know, even though those those were all factual things that he threw out there, all the facts. He those weren't in the game notes. The team prepared game. Oh, notes. so his game, yeah, but his was, game notes are pre-approved. I get. I mean, th- wow. th- that leads you to to wonder what he's. Yeah, like, they must be. Not allowed to go off script over here. Yeah, there, you're Kevin. right. Y'all didn't see it, but I mean, whatever. Whoever puts on the Orioles broadcast put up a graphic that said tropical depression oh. with the stats. Oh, okay. well, well, so fifteen straight series in a ballpark, and the, the story of the of the of the Orioles uh-huh. is one of the best in baseball right now. The rise of the Orioles back to to contention and really the best record in the American League. Yeah, that. Uh, wow, that's crazy. 
That seems that's embarrassing. Awful, awful. That's embarrassing. That's shameful for the franchise. Somebody should have been able to. So it's got to come from the owner because you would think anybody else there'd be some checks and balances where you go, no, he should be suspended for that. Like other than the ownership itself. Bullish or BS? BS. That's that's, that's a That's a BS. Yeah. In a big way. Yeah, no doubt. All right. It's crazy. Uh, by the way, Ty, did you have the other story on the Jacksonville Jags? Yeah, they spent $120 million on their practice facility urinals. <laughs> urinals! Uh, to, they, ha- they have a built-in hydration chart that instantly analyzes your, your Oh! While you're going, it analyzes uh, the health of your, your urine. This is like Tom Herman P-chart to a new level. Where do the results go? I think Who gets the results back of my, to the team my, trainer? Maybe it just pops out a receipt for you. I want to know, but I guess maybe right the trainer probably gets it. How do they know? Maybe they'll just get like the team is as a as a as a whole they're dehydrated today. Maybe you get that. Hey, just another thing to be held accountable for. You're sitting over there, minding your business, taking a leak, and now the, the alarm goes off. That's a smart toilet. Bad That's a hell teammate, of a smart bad toilet. <laughs> wow. Oh. Championship hydration. Hydrate like a champion, people. $120 million toilet urinals. Wow. Okay. Yow. So it might be a waste of And apparently of it. it's all of them. That's why Because you can't like run off to one that's not being monitored, apparently. You gotta, they all are monitored. They all monitor. So the coaches are monitored, too, then. All of them. Right? Anybody using that toilet? Wow. It appears in the Jacksonville Jaguars new uh, training complex. We're back. It's a Tuesday on Ian Rodby.